are listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Visit us anytime at our new website, magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Breen. Hello and welcome again to another episode of It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Today we're going to deal with um, a brief introduction to the seven principles of the Hermetic philosophy. I thought that it was important for us to throw this in and uh because it is very important to be used used in our lives and it just unlocks the secrets of the universe in order for us to be able to utilize them in our lives <clears throat> now my source for this episode oh, <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> my source for this episode is the Kavayan, a study of the hermetic philosophy of ancient egypt and greece by the three initiatives initiates excuse me sorry i have a dry throat <clears throat> so when i was studying for my doctorate in metaphysics i know some people think that's not a real degree but it is it's the same amount of work if not more as any other science i will study i i studied this as part of my doctorate and it started to make a lot of sense for me and to me and it opened up a lot of understand universal understanding now the gabayan the has a quote the lips of wisdom are closed except to the ears of understanding reminds me of another quote those who have ears and not and cannot hear and those who have eyes and cannot see the secrets of the universe are available to us if we only open ourselves up to receive these secrets blockages are not going to help blockages are going to, are going to prevent information from coming in coming through when I do uh, intuitive readings for my clients, the first thing that I tell them is, in order to receive these messages, you must be open. No, no spirit message can come through your blockages. So you must release all doubt, all uh, apprehension, and just sit and listen. You have to be open those who have ears yet cannot hear those who have ears but cannot hear the secrets because their mind they they are closed off and they have blockages they have put up walls of doubt and distrust which will not enable them to hear or to receive the, the secret messages the universe has to give them how can we open ourselves up to receive if you don't know how to but you want to well you can ask for help to remove blockages uh, if you need further help get an intuitive reading or go see a babalao to do a reading and 
I had a, a I had a client once who had some blockages and who did not know how to remove them. So I asked her spiritual team and up popped Archangel Gabriel who came through. And he was her key to whoa. He was her key to removing any blockages. So during a spirit message session, he was the one she during the session she was told to call on Archangel Gabriel in order to remove any blockages. And you know if it because if there are blockages up, no, there are any walls up. You cannot hear or receive any messages. <clears throat> so we're going to take, I know it's soon, but I need to clear my throat. <clears> and <throat> We're going to take a quick break. And then we'll come back and discuss the hermetic philosophy. So see you on the other side of this break. various spiritual services virtually. Now you can be anywhere in the world and receive intuitive readings, divination and consultation sessions, and even remote video intuitive readings via email. Your sessions will always include spiritual guidance and messages from your ancestors and spiritual team. My prices are reasonable and affordable. You can even book and pay safely and securely right online. Once you book, you'll get a link via email for your session. Visit magicandmedicine.com and click the services tab in the menu to learn more. That's magic hyphen and hyphen medicine.com. Oh, and don't forget, that's magic with the K. Magicandmedicine.com. Okay, we are back. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I'm just having a little dry throat issues. So we'll talk about the hermetic philosophy. The hermetic was used in a sense of secret, sealed, so that nothing can escape, etc. Followers of Hermes observed the principle of secrecy in their teachings. The Hermetic teachings are to be found in all lands among all religions, but never identified with any particular country, nor with any particular religious sect. The Hermetic philosophy, the Hermetic teachings were named after Hermes Trismegist. I knew I'd mispronounce this. Mispronounce this. Tris or Trismegist, who is the father of the occult wisdom, the founder of astrology, the discoverer of alchemy. The best authorities regard 
Hermes as a contemporary of Abraham and some of the Jewish traditions go as far to claim that Abraham acquired a portion of his mystical knowledge from Hermes himself. After Hermes passed from this plane of life, the Egyptians deified him and made him one of their gods under the name of Thoth, T-H-O-T-H. Years after this, the people of ancient Greece also made him one of their many gods, calling him Hermes, the god of wisdom. The Egyptians revered his memory for many centuries, calling him the scribe of the gods. Distinctively, his ancient title, Trismegistus, Trismegistus which means the thrice great or the great great and even the greatest great etc <laughs> his name became synonymous with the fount of wisdom and we we humans in this physical life need to tap into this fount of wisdom now, the Hermetic philosophy is not just found in books to any great extent. It has been passed down along from master to student, from initiate to hierophant, from, from, lip, from lip to ear. When it is written down at all, its meaning was veiled in terms of alchemy and astrology so that only those possessing the key could read it outright. It was, and this made, was made necessary in order to avoid the persecutions of the theologians of the Middle Ages who fought the secret doctrine with fire and sword, stake, giblet, gibbet, and cross. The Hermetic philosophy is the only master key which will open all the doors of the occult teachings. I'll say that again. The Hermetic philosophy is the only master key which will open all the doors of the occult teachings. Now there are seven Hermetic principles. I'm going to first read them to you, and then I will give you a description of each one of them. So the, the first principle is the principle of mentalism. The second is the principle of correspondence. The third is the principle of vibration. The fourth is the principle of polarity. <clears throat> The fifth is the principle of rhythm. The sixth is the principle of cause and effect. And the seventh is the principle of gender. Now let's look into each of these principles. Let's start off with the principle of mentalism. And again, I'm referring to uh, the Kabbalion, a study of the Hermetic philosophy and ancient of ancient Egypt and Greece by the three initiatists. 
So let's look at the principle of mentalism. Okay, principle of mentalism. The all is mind. The universe is mental. The all is mind. Okay. Is spirit. The principle establishing the mental nature of the universe easily explains all of the varied mental and psychic phenomena that occupies such a large portion of the public attention and which without such explanation are non-understandable and defy scientific treatment. An understanding of this great hermetic principle of mentalism enables the individual to readily grasp the laws of the mental universe and to apply the same to his well-being, his or her well-being, and advancement. The hermetic student is enabled to apply intelligently the great mental laws instead of using them in a haphazard manner. With the master key in possession, the student may unlock the many doors of the mental and psychic temple of knowledge and enter the same freely and intelligently. This principle explains the true nature of energy, power, and matter, and why and how all these are subordinate to the mastery of mind. One of the old Hermetic masters wrote long ages ago, he who grasps the truth of the mental nature of the universe is well advanced on the path to mastery. Now these words are as true today as at the time they were first written. Without the master key, mastery is impossible and the student knocks in vain at the many doors of the temple. And that's the, the principle of mentalism. Okay. You know, it, it explains that all, that all the phenomenon, world or universe, is simply a mental creation of the all. The all, you know, the all. And it is subject. It is subject to the laws of created things, and that the universe as a whole, and in its parts of units. So the universe, and in its parts of units has its existence in the mind of the all, which the mind we live and move have our being. Okay. Now the principle of correspondence as below, as above, so below, as below, so above. It's principle of correspondence. This principle embodies the truth that there is always a correspondence between the laws and phenomena of the various planes of being and life. The old hermetic axiom ran in these words, as above, so below, as below, so above. I'm sure you've heard that before. It's one of the hermetic principles. And the grasping of this principle gives one the means of solving many a dark paradox and hidden secret of nature. There are planes beyond our knowing 
like you know there are certain um dimensions i remember i was i i had i was in a in a vision i had was given access to the seventh dimension but my mind couldn't comprehend it and i started to feel my brain started to feel like it was swelling and 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 i was told by my spiritual team that's it that we're just giving you a taste of it but you can, you're not able to handle it in this physical form it is beyond your comprehension and that is true there are existences planes of 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 uh, life of existence and dimensions that we just cannot understand yet we can't comprehend it if we were to it would it, our bodies would explode it would be too much for us to handle okay i lost my place here all right but when we apply the principle of correspondence to these planes we are able to understand much that would otherwise be unknowable unknowable to us we maybe understand some of it but not enough of it the principle is of universal application and manifestation on the various planes of the material mental and spiritual universe it is a universal law the ancient hermetics considered this principle the principle of correspondence as one of the most important metal in mental instruments by which man was able to pry aside the obstacles which hid from view the unknown its use even tore aside the veil of isis to the extent that a glimpse of the face of the goddess might be caught just as knowledge of the principle of geometry enables man to measure distant suns and their movements while seated in his or her observatory so a knowledge of the principle of correspondence enables man to reason intelligently from the known to the unknown the studying the monad the individual understands the archangel that's the principle of correspondence you may have to listen to this again in order to understand it more this book uh, the kabayan goes into way more detail than what i'm giving you today so i highly suggest if you want to learn more which i suggest you try just try to get the kabayan okay all right now we're on the principle of vibration you know that everything vibrates at a different levels this is a very very good one um, they're all good but this one i like this one because it helps us to realize that everything moving and not moving has a certain vibration that it, that it creates an image or a sound. Uh, nothing exists. Everything moves. Everything vibrates, according to the Kabbalion. This principle, principle of vibration, embodies the truth that everything is in motion. Everything vibrates. Nothing is at rest. Facts which modern science endorses in which each new scientific discovery tends to verify. And yet this hermetic principle was enunciated thousands of years ago by the masters of ancient Egypt. This principle explains that the difference between different manifestations of matter, energy, mind, and even spirit result largely from varying rates of vibration. From the all 
which is pure spirit. Okay, the all is pure spirit. We can't even, it takes no physical form. Down to the grossest form of matter, from the all, which is pure spirit, down to the grossest form of matter, all is in vibration. The higher the vibration, the higher the position on the scale, or the higher the, um, yeah, the higher the position on the, think of uh, the plane of life, okay, the plane of life. The vibration of spirit is at such an infinite rate of intensity and rapidity that it is practically at rest, just as a rapidly moving wheel seems to be motionless. You know, something moves so fast you think it's not moving. And at the other end of the scale, there are gross forms of matter whose vibrations are so low as to seem at rest. Between these poles, there are millions upon millions of varying degrees of vibration. Everything is in vibratory motion. This is also true on the planes of energy and force, which are, you know, varying degrees of vibration. And also on the mental planes, whose, whose states depend upon vibration. And even onto the spiritual planes. An understanding of this principle of vibration with the appropriate formulas enables hermetic students to control their own mental vibrations as well as those of others. The masters also apply this principle to the, con to the conquering of natural phenomenon in various ways. He who understands the principle of vibration has grasped the scepter of power, says one of the old writers. Now on to the principle of polarity. And quote here from the Kabbalion says, everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are half-truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. This principle of polarity embodies the truth that everything is dual. Everything has two poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Thesis and antithesis are identical in nature, but different in degree. Opposites are the same, differing only in degree. The pairs of opposites may be reconciled. Extremes meet. Everything is and isn't at the same time. All truths are but half-truths. Every truth is half-false. There are two sides to everything, etc., etc. <laughs> this explains that in everything there are two poles or opposite aspects and that opposites are really only the two extremes of the same thing with many varying degrees between them. To illustrate this, think of heat and cold. Although they're opposites, they're really the same thing. 
the difference consisting merely of degrees of the same thing. Look at, you know, you look at your thermometer and see if you can discover where heat terminates and cold begins. Can you? There is no such thing as absolute heat or absolute cold. The two terms, heat and cold, simply indicate varying degrees of the same thing. And that same thing, which manifests as heat and cold, is merely a form, variety, and rate of vibration. So heat and cold are simply the two poles of that which we call heat. And the phenomena attendant thereupon are manifestations of the principle of polarity. And the same is true when you think of light and darkness, high and low, black and white, hard and soft, noise and quiet, sharp and dull, positive and negative, good and evil are but the poles of the same thing. And the hermetist understands the art of transmuting evil into good by means of an application of the principle of polarity. In short, the art of polarization becomes a phase of mental alchemy known and practiced by the ancient and modern hermetic masters. Now, an understanding of this particular principle will enable one to change his or her own polarity as well as that of others if, if he or she devotes the time and study necessary to master the art. Just reading this book is not going to help you. You have to study, study, study. And now we will talk about the fifth principle, the principle of rhythm. And a quote for the Kabbalion says, everything flows out and in. Everything has its tides, all rise, all things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. Right, this principle, the principle of rhythm, embodies the truth that in everything there is manifested a measured motion. There is always an action and a reaction, an advance and a retreat, a rising and a sinking. There is in the affairs of the universe, suns, worlds, men, animals, mind, energy, and matter. This law is manifest in the creation and destruction of worlds, in the rise and falls of nations, in the life of all things, and finally in the mental states of humans. The hermetists have grasped this principle, finding it universal in application, and have discovered certain means to overcome its effect in themselves by the use of the appropriate formulas and methods. And for this, they applied the mental law of neutralization. And that is also in this text. And I suggest you read that further because if I start talking about it, it's going to get confusing. Okay. So, and they ha they, they, the hermetists have learned to use this principle instead of being used by it. All individuals who have attained <clears throat> 
any degree of self-mastery do this to a certain degree, more or less unconsciously. But the master does not con consciously and by the use of his or her will and attains a degree of poise and mental firmness, almost impossible of belief on the part of the masses who are swung backward and forward like a pendulum. This principle and the principle of polarity have been closely studied by the hermitist and the methods of counteracting, neutralizing, and using them form an important part of the hermetic mental alchemy. Alchemy, sorry. On to the sixth principle, the principle of cause and effect. Every cause has an effect. Every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. <laughs> that, that has made meanings on so many levels. <laughs> so this principle embodies the fact that there is a cause and effect for everything. An effect from every cause, a cause for every effect. Everything happens according to law, that nothing ever merely happens. There's no such thing as chance. There's no such thing as coincidence. More like synchronicity. The hermetics understand the art and methods of rising above the ordinary plane of cause and effect to a certain degree. And by mentally rising to a higher plane, they become causers instead of mere effects. The masses of people are just simply carried along, obedient to the environment and the wills and desires of others stronger than themselves. And other outward, outward, outward causes moving them along like pawns on the chessboard of life. But those who are masters, they rise to the plane above, dominate their moods, characters, qualities, and powers, as well as the environment surrounding them. And they become movers instead of pawns. They help to play the game of life instead of being played and moved about by other wills and environment. This reminds me of um, a lot of things, actually, of how we sometimes allow the actions of others to uh, destroy or control us or affect us. Now, if we were masters, we would be in control of all of that. We would, we would have mastered, have achieved the ability to um, rise above, to transcend, actually, to transcend this ordinary plane and the ordinary drama of uh, people in, in physical form who are just simple, simple-minded, who are not looking above, who are just exist on, on a very flat, very um, non-transcendent, transcendental plane there and they allow themselves to be moved along moved along instead of making the moves being in the control in control of their vibration having realizing that the universe and i are one and and the divine is within me the answers to all of my 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 problems and questions are within me and that is so true and i say that to you and i know that but let me tell you sometimes i fall too 
And that's because we are spirits living a human experience. So that's why we, we fall. All right. So, you know, you use, it's important to use this principle of cause and effect instead of being its tool. The masters obey the causation of the higher planes. See, the higher planes that are transcending, not way at the bottom. But they help to rule on their own plane. I like that. You, the masters help. Masters obey the causation on the higher planes, but they help to rule on their own planes. There is a condensed wealth of, of hermetic knowledge in this statement. Let him read who can. Let him read who can. That is amazing. I like that principle. It's one of my favorites. I should study that more. Now we have the principle of gender, which is the last principle here. Gender is in everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Gender manifests on all planes. This principle of, of gender embodies the truth that there is gender manifested in everything. The masculine and feminine principles ever at work. We all have masculine and feminine properties of ourselves. We just try to, we just don't realize that. This is true not only on the physical plane, but of the mental and even the spiritual planes. On the physical plane, the principle manifests as sex. On the higher plane, it takes higher forms. But the principle is ever the same. No creation, physical, mental, or spiritual, is possible without this principle. You hear that? No creation, nothing created, whether it be physical, mental, or spiritual, is possible without the principle of gender. An understanding of this of its laws will throw light on many a subject that has perplexed the minds of people. The principle of gender, gender works ever in the direction of generation, regeneration, and creation. Everything and every person contains the two elements or principles of this great principle within it, him or her. Every male thing has a female element also. Every female contains also the male principle. If you would understand the philosophy of mental and spiritual creation, generation, and regeneration, you must understand and study this hermetic principle. It contains the solution of many mysteries of life. The principle has no reference to the many base and degrading lustful theories, teachings, and practices, and we all know what that is, which are taught under fanciful titles and which are a prostitution of the great natural principle of gender. Such base rivals, revivals of the ancient and famous, infamous forms of phallicism tend to ruin mind, body, and soul and the hermetic philosophy. And the excuse me tends to ruin mind, body, and soul. And the Hermetic philosophy has ever sounded the warning note against these degrading teachers, which tend toward lust and perversion of nature's principles. Now, if you seek that stuff, if you are interested in that stuff, then go elsewhere. 
Okay, go elsewhere for them. Do not look in the Kabbalion. You won't find it. So to, to all the pure, all things are pure. To the base, all things are base. Now the Kabbalion goes into greater detail about these seven principles. And, and if you are interested in it, and you can learn a great deal from this, I tell you, you can, then I suggest you get the Kabbalion. And I will try to put a link in the show notes. So um, you can probably get yourself one. Um, I don't know if um, Amazon has one. I didn't get it through Amazon, but I will look and see if I can find a link for you. I got this as part of my, my uh, doctorate, doctoral studies. So, you know, one must be open to receive the messages in order to learn more and to comprehend the teachings that are in the Kabbalion. Close-mindedness. And a last note here, close-mindedness only causes blockages, blockages and prevents the individual from gathering any wisdom or knowledge. I studied the Kabbalion at great length via my coursework for my doctorate in metaphysics. Uh, some call this not a real line of study, but I beg to differ. Just as intense, if not more intense, than any other doctoral categories. And just like you need to open yourself to receive messages from spirit, you, spirit speaks through this as well. And if you want to learn, then you need to open yourself, get rid of doubt and um, preconceived notions. And that way you can learn. If you have, it's, it's, you know, do not just have ears and not hear. So have ears and be open. Thank you for listening to the show. And I wish you well. And stay safe. listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Check us out at magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. Thanks for listening.